Fix the World, Episode 7, Promote Female Empowerment. I'm Doug Dix. In 1900, no fully sovereign state allowed women to vote in elections for public office. Now, the Vatican City is the only fully sovereign state not to allow women to vote. This major progress in such short time inspires optimism for fixing the world. And the progress is not restricted to suffrage. The Historical Gender Equality Index, a composite measure of gender equality, has risen steadily from 56 in 1900 to 70 in 2010. Progress was especially rapid in the second half of the 20th century. A different composite measure, the Gender Development Index from the UN Development Program, rose linearly from a value of 0.90 in 1990 to 0.96 in 2021. Gender equality is greater now than at any time previous. But something is terribly wrong. If gender equality could fix the world, the world should be better now than at the millennium. But in fact, it is worse. I suspect gender equality is not what we really want. For the genders, in fact, are not equal. If we wanted people to bear young and breastfeed them, we'd discriminate against males. If we wanted people to lift heavy weight and sprint, jump, or throw, we'd discriminate against females. What we do want is leaders who are honest, empathetic, collaborative, law-abiding, and focused on health and children. The most effective way to get that is to declare a moratorium on men in power. Gender equality is a myth. What we really want is female empowerment. Free girls and women to be themselves. Encourage them to cultivate the important natural abilities that females have in abundance but are deficient in males, such as child care. Globally, 90% of single human parents are females. Among the great apes, females provide all or most of the child care. Of the more than 5,000 species of mammals, 95% exhibit female-only child care. If we want to fix the world for kids, let's empower the people who naturally care more for kids than men do. Females are healthier than males, as evidenced by longer life expectancy. And this difference in life expectancy holds across all nations. If we want healthier kids in a healthier world, let's empower the people who naturally adopt healthier lifestyles than men. Females are better empathizers than males. That's a new report in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science. And this difference in empathy holds irrespective of political, cultural, religious, or familial influences. 
Globally, less than 7% of all prisoners are female, suggesting that women are more considerate and law-abiding than men. A recent study found that women care more about the collective and are better collaborators than men. Another group of studies found women to be more honest than men. Why would anyone want gender equality when females have all the traits we need to save the world and men have none? Men ruled for the past 100,000 years or so because they had the traits that were needed then, aggression, libido, brute strength. Now male traits are obsolete. We need what women have, honesty, concern for the collective, respect for the law, empathy, and a focus on health and children. Of course, men can exhibit female traits and vice versa. And some women can be more masculine than some men, as some men can be more feminine than some women. But we're in the fight of our lives for the lives of our kids, and we're running out of time. Women naturally have more of what we need to win that fight than men do. Let's not waste critical time looking for men who might think and act like women. Conversely, let's not be fooled by women who do think and act like men. And that's most women in power now. Men guard the gates and they have guarded the gates. They only let women in who think and act like men want them to think and act. The adage is deceptive. Quote, well-behaved women never make history, unquote. So you think of badly behaved women who changed history. Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, the Grimke sisters, Emmeline Pankhurst, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Dorothy Day, Rosa Parks, Rachel Carson, Malala. Yes, these rebels did make history. But the list is short, because rebellion is rare. It's the well-behaved women, like Eleanor Roosevelt, Mother Teresa, Rosalind Franklin, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, Oprah Winfrey, Angela Merkel, Indira Gandhi, Jacinda Ardern, Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, and a long list of other influential women that make everyday history. They're well-behaved because they think and act like men want them to act. Hillary, for example, was astonished to discover that she had spent 600 hours on her hair and makeup during her 2016 campaign. She didn't do that to please herself, but to assure the men and the women who think like men that she was worthy of their support. We must stop this coercion. To maximize the natural traits that women offer, we must encourage females to be natural from birth. We need women without colored or coiffed hair or makeup, jewelry, perfume, or fashion. Here's a quote from Emerson a little bit distorted. Whoso would be a woman must be a nonconformist. 
and whoso would be a man now must step aside. A female-headed, a female-headed household is defined as one without a man. That's ridiculous. And more than any other reason, it's why the world is as it is. To fix the world, we must make the female-headed household and the female-headed city, state, and nation the routine. I grew up in a female-headed household because my strong, masculine father allowed my mom to rule, and that was in an era when such rule was unheard of. The wisdom of his decision was so conspicuous that I followed his lead, as my sons have followed mine. Female rule is good for the family, and it's the only hope for fixing our world. If there was ever a time for men to be gallant, now is it. Gentlemen, step aside.